Welcome to the SD Sports Scene Podcast. Each week, we'll cover all things sports in Northeast and North Central South Dakota with scores, stats, schedules, interviews, and much more. Thanks for making us a part of your day, and please make sure to check out your source for sports at sdsportscene.com. Welcome to this week's SD Sports Scene Podcast. I'm Dave Vilhauer, joined alongside by a bundled-up Jacob Wirtz. And Jacob, uh, each week you're putting on more and more layers here. I'm not sure what's going on. Yeah, it's <laughs> almost like it's getting cold out or something, Dave. I got I had a hat on when we walked into the studio here and coat and... It's, uh, yeah, I'm not liking this yeah. cold weather. Well, it's uh, we're definitely uh, transitioning here from uh, fall sports to winter sports. Just typed up some uh, basketball and hockey schedules here this past week, but we're not done with fall yet. We've got a lot of important uh, contests coming up. We've got uh, volleyball regions this week. We've got the semifinals of the football playoffs. And then, of course, uh, state championships coming up here in the next couple of weeks. So uh, we got a lot to get to today. Uh, first, let's talk about last week a little bit. Uh, some interesting contests out there. Uh, started out the week with Aberdeen Ron Colley wrapping up a perfect schedule for Northeast Conference Volleyball this year. And uh, congratulations to the Cavaliers. And they had a really a strong serving match against Duel uh, last week. And uh, following that match, I caught up with Maddie Huber, who, uh, who had a big serving match, uh, a lot of uh, low line drives over the net. We talked about that form and, and also her big night against the Cardinals. This summer, I really focused on just trying to get my serve um, as aggressive as it can be. And getting it as aggressive as it can be means getting it closest to the net. And even if it hits the tape, that's a good serve because the opponents don't know where it's going. Wow. Um, you know, also a very nice hitting night for you. Yeah. I know that you're the setter, but I tell you what, there were a couple of times. Well, I remember one sequence you went uh, down the line, one shot, cross court the net. Yeah. I mean, you were on fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I just try to mix up my hitting because it really puts the defense on their toes because if you go line one time, then the defense is going to shift the other way. But then if you switch it and go cross court, then they don't know where it's going to go next. The dump was working pretty good yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, how do you know what to even go for? Um, um, most of the times I have teammates saying, like, where if the fire's open or just if it's closer than that, there's really nothing else you can do other than right. go over with it. Right. Also last week, of course, we uh, we had more football action with the uh, quarterfinal matchups. And Jacob, I know you were down there in Balmy Warner uh, <laughs> on Thursday night, and uh, a little bit of everything. We had some rain, we had some wind, we had a little bit of snow, I think. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, another victory for the Warner Monarchs. They just keep rolling along. And uh, uh, what'd you see down there in that one? Well, Warner came out again, and just you know. Did what they did all did what they've done all year, and, and they just came out right away. Castlewood, I think, first play, one of the first plays had a big run from their quarterback Lane Tweet, but after that, I mean, Castlewood could do nothing offensively. Several sacks by that Warner defense, yeah. and and just uh, hitting hitting uh, Castlewood in the backfield for losses. Uh, just really a dominant performance by Warner once again, offensively yeah. and defensively. Josiah Baum had a great game. Mm -hmm. uh, had a chance to interview him after the game as well. So. Um, just another strong performance from the Monarchs. All right. Well, here's a portion of that post-game interview. What did it take just to, just to be able to establish the line of scrimmage and then you get the win? Yeah. You know, when I when I took those sweeps or, like, the dive, I saw my line. They created beautiful holes for me, and I just had to get through and make that one guy miss. So it was all good from there. Yeah, defensively, you guys were able to pretty much just shut them down. Yeah. Just what can you say about your defense tonight? No, our defense, our defense has been good. You know, we've improved all year, and um, I think when playoffs comes around, we really got to step it up. And, yeah, they did, they did great tonight. 
Elsewhere, uh, some interesting contests, uh, Aberdeen Central and Aberdeen Roncalli both falling uh, this past week uh, in playoff action. Uh, Cavaliers falling to perennial power winner. Uh, game was 6 to nothing at halftime. Uh, Roncalli just battled them and then... Uh, well, winner came out and scored on the first play from scrimmage in the third quarter, a long touchdown run, and all of a sudden uh, the floodgates kind of opened. Uh, winner, winner with a defensive touchdown uh, in the fourth quarter of that game, I believe, but uh, a pretty solid effort for the Cavaliers uh, considering they lost 15 seniors from a year ago. Not a lot of people expecting uh, great things from them, and uh, boy, hats off to Billy Young and uh, the rest of the Cavaliers on a really fine season. Aberdeen Central uh, falling in their rematch with Watertown. Again, a game uh, pretty competitive for the first half. Arrows uh, pull away late to win that one. Uh, elsewhere, uh, some interesting games uh, throughout our, our region. Uh, Got to give a shout out to Potter County with another road victory. You know, we talked about that, that last week, Jacob, and they're now two for two on the road and, uh, you know, the, some, some really good performances there by the Battlers. Absolutely, yeah. That was one of those earlier earlier starts, a 5.30 start, and yeah, I had a chance to watch a little bit of that, that first half of that, and they just they stuck right with Coors Kostechny. Coors yeah. Kostechny had a big offensive line, defensive yep. line, uh, but Potter County was able to just kind of stay uh, stay with them there, and then they were able to pull away and get and get the win there right at the end. Yep, and we'll be talking about their semifinal matchup coming up, but against another area team, uh, Faulkton just continues to do what Faulkton does. A, a big win for the Trojans here this past week, and uh, they, uh, they'll be at home for that semifinal game, and uh, so another a big win for them. You know, we talked a little bit about that Hamlin and, uh, and Wall game, and uh, boy, nice win for the Chargers there, taking down Wall, and uh, uh, you know, I know uh, uh, Jeff Sheehan does a great job down there with the Chargers, and they got a lot of different weapons on that team. They do, they do, and they're getting healthy this year, and uh, and they've uh, they've they're going to go down and try to give Parkston a good shot there. But they, you know, you could just tell they probably wanted revenge from last year's sure. loss to Wall in the semifinals, and and they got it done. Yep, I got a chance to watch the uh, finish of the duel and Rapid City Christian game, and boy, that was uh, that was quite the battle and. Rapid City Christian trying to hold on to that win, and Duel drove down the field and uh, got it down inside. I think inside the five, maybe even uh, at the end of that game, uh, just couldn't get it done. Had a uh, pass in the end zone on fourth down that was incomplete. That would have won the game. And uh, but uh, congratulations to Duel on just a remarkable year. That was their only loss of the season. I know Trey Malin got a little beat up in that game. He was limping around uh, on the field there towards the end. But uh, you know, Rapid City Christian again, another one of those teams. We said, hey, don't sleep on those guys. Uh, we kind of saw something happen in their middle of the year, and they're really coming on. Absolutely, yeah. They came all, all the way across the state and got that win, and and the Comets have some good good young athletes. And, of course, I think look out for them in boys' basketball as well. They're going to be oh, tough yeah. to beat there as well, and a lot of these, lot of these kids play basketball too. And, uh, yeah, 11B is looking like, I mean, unless Elk Point Jefferson spoils that we're going to have an all-Western yeah, final. Yeah, yeah, that could be pretty interesting. Uh, on the college ranks this past weekend, uh, Northern State falling to Concordia St. Paul in a real defensive battle there. I got a chance to watch uh, part of that game. And uh, Wolves coming up just short again. Uh, game right down to the end. Northern had three or four chances in the red zone right in the closing minute. In fact, the last play of the game was, uh, was a pass to the end zone that uh, fell incomplete. So a real close game there. Uh, former Northern State kicker Peyton Oy with a big game there for the Golden Bears. Uh, taking a look at this week's schedule, we're going to start out here with a lot, a lot of volleyball. Uh, the uh, uh, region matchups for Class A and Class B take place this week. 
and uh, the playoffs get uh, get going in earnest here. We got all kinds of matches all over the place, and including a, a couple of matches at uh, Ron Colley on uh, Tuesday night. Uh, the Cavaliers will be taking on Tio Spazina, and that match will be followed by Webster and Millbank area. Uh, Groton pulled out the top seed in that, so if uh, the Tigers win, the uh, semifinal games will be in Groton on Thursday night. Uh, also, Aberdeen Central with two regular season matches left. Golden Eagles will be hosting uh, Sioux Falls uh, Roosevelt, I believe, and then uh, end up the season at Jefferson on Thursday, the regular season. The Sodak 16 for AA matches will be a, a week from Thursday, where all the the other uh, Sodak 16 matches will be uh, next Tuesday. Uh, anything in particular uh, strike you there about those uh, region matchups? Uh, you know, there's a couple of teams there, a couple of regions with a lot of good teams in it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, you know, I, I, it was interesting that Groton edged Roncalli yeah. in that region one. That was right down to the wire, right down to the last game. Yep. And they end up getting that. Uh, Hamlin, you know, they look strong as well. Uh, Esteline Hendricks, I mean, yep, I, didn't a lot of matches. Yeah, I didn't expect them to have as good of a year as they've yeah. had in, in Region 2, and they've they've done well there. So, yep. You know, the one that uh, might uh, keep an eye on here for our regional uh, listeners, we have probably a potential Northwestern Hitchcock-Tulare matchup on Thursday night. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, I've, I've seen both of those teams play. They're both very well coached. It's a shame that one of them is going to be uh, sitting at home after that match because only two can advance out of the region. And, uh, you know, I believe last I looked, Hitchcock Tulare might have even been top 10 in seed points uh, statewide. Um, Northwestern, I believe, is fifth, something like that. And so, uh, of course, Warner is the number one uh, in seed points and in rankings. And so uh, all three in the same region. So, again, it is what it is. There's no perfect system, but certainly a, a match to keep an eye on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that should be a good one. Uh, Everything Christian going to the Ola Frederick yeah, third time this year they're going to play so that'll yeah. be interesting and, and they split the first two yeah no doubt well let's take a look at uh, some of these football matchups on on Friday night uh, football back to Friday night lights after a couple of weeks on Thursday uh, semifinals uh, the winners of these games will go to the Dakota Dome next week and slug it out uh, in class 11 AAA we've got O'Gorman at Harrisburg and Brandon Valley at Lincoln uh, Lincoln uh, with a dominating performance over Brandon Valley earlier this year. Uh, they're probably the, the clear favorite there. That old Gorman-Harrisburg matchup, that ought to be interesting. It should be. They played uh, last week of the regular season, and uh, Harrisburg <laughs> took that one by two points, yeah. so they end up getting the home <laughs> the home playoff yeah. advantage there with that win, so yeah. uh, that game should be a battle. Yep. Uh, class 11 AA, we've got Watertown at Pier and T-Area at Yankton. I think that T-Area at Yankton game could be pretty interesting. You know, yeah, the Bucks with a very uh, solid season this year, and you know, T has just been really, really consistent here. Watertown's had a really good year we'll see if they can uh, take that on the road and take down the defending champ I don't know how many time defending champ governors but it's a lot yeah absolutely it was a six in a row now for them <laughs> and going on seventh and yeah yeah that Yank Yankton T game should be fun that was an 11 point game in, in mm -hmm. T earlier this year that Yankton pulled out so sure. that should be a good one class 11a we've got Sioux Falls Christian at Dell Rapids and Lennox at West Central and uh you know, again, Dells is just in a really, really solid football team all year long. Played a very good schedule. Um, you know, Linux may be kind of the sleeper there at 6-4, and four, and, um, you know, the Orioles have pieced it together here. Uh, absolutely. You know, they started the year kind of hot. They started, uh, what is it, 5-1, and one, but then they struggled down the stretch, you know, and, and they've got a good quarterback and some good athletes. But, uh, yeah, going back to Del Rapids, they have just been a machine this year. Yeah, so I, I, sure. I don't know if anybody can beat them. Right. Uh, class 11B, we've got Elk Point Jefferson at winner in a rematch of last year's state championship game. 
And then a real intriguing matchup here, Rapid City Christian at Hot Springs. And, you know, you're looking at two teams that really weren't rated very high at all all season long. Uh, Hot Springs with a huge road win last week at Sioux Valley. Uh, Rapid City Christian taking down unbeaten duel on the road. Um, you know, I, I think those both of those games, uh, you know, I think look pretty interesting on paper. Oh, absolutely. I'm excited for 11B semifinal games there. Winter Oak Point, that should just be another smash mouth football game like it <laughs> yep. was last year. And, yep. and yeah, Hot Springs, you know, a team that made the semis last year, lost to Oak Point Jefferson, brought a lot back. I, I think they've they're they're hungry to go and Rapsy Christian's been that that road warrior yeah. and they just they've just kind of snuck up on people. But again, like I said earlier, they've got some good yeah. athletes. And they're yeah. they're going to make it tough. And uh, these teams just played a few weeks ago. Yeah, so. yeah, should be interesting. Dropping down to the nine man ranks, Class Nine AA, we've got Hamlin at Parkston and Howard at Platt Geddes. And you know, not a lot of surprise here. I think uh, you know we all kind of saw some of these teams kind of peaking here towards the end. Platt Geddes kind of has flown under the radar a little bit all season. Um, you know, Howard's got a very good squad, and as you mentioned uh, off air here just a little bit ago, Parkston's given up what twenty points the whole year, something like that mm-hmm. and then hamlin's getting healthy so uh, again two uh, two interesting matchups there oh absolutely yeah parkson and hamlin we were talking like you said off air and how hamlin's gotten healthy and um they're they're gonna look to try to take down the, the parkson trojans parkson just seems like we've talked about this before they've been mm-hmm. on a mission all year yeah for sure and uh you know platt Geddes has won nine in a row they lost to parkson o- yeah. opening week and yep. they've won nine in a row nobody's yeah. really been talking about no, them and, and solid. Uh, howard's just played yep. solid all year yep Class 9A, well, here's one that uh, everybody's probably got marked on their calendar. This ought to be a doozy. Canastota at Warner. Uh, boy, those two have had some great, great games in the last four or five years. And then the other half of the bracket, we have got Dubrook area at Phillip. Uh, Phillip undefeated. Nobody really talking much about the Scotties. But around here, all eyes will be uh, on Warner. And, uh, boy, that's just going to – you want to talk about some smash mouth football. That is going to be a hard-hitting contest there between Canastota and Warner. Well, there's so many storylines going into that one i mean they yeah. played twice in the state championship yep. i guess it was one was with canastota freeman but right, same right, thing right. Yep, yep. um last year they played in the quarterfinals yeah. canastota was up 31 14 in that one and then oh. warner scored 34 unanswered to man, win and man. so there's just so much going into that game uh, that's a state championship quality game there for sure uh dubrook kind of snuck up on some people yeah. here and Pulled off the upset of Alcester yep. Hudson. And, yeah, Phillips just been a solid team all year round. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how those games go. For sure. Class 9B, we've got DeSmit at Avon and Potter County at Fockton. Well, that's interesting. Uh, Potter County and Fockton, uh, no strangers there. Uh, they played in the semifinals, I think, two years ago uh, in a game that Potter County won and went down to the Dome. And, uh, you know, those those two teams, uh, you know, really well coached. No kids know each other very well. Uh, that's uh, that's always kind of a rivalry game. And here it is for in the in the semifinals. Absolutely. And, they, and you know, they played earlier this year at, at Falkton and that one uh, did not go so good for Potter County. That was 52 to eight. Yes. And so, you know, Potter County is going to want to try to get oh, uh, yeah. some revenge on that one. And they've been yep. playing a lot better. Oh, and for sure. Avon DeSmet, a uh, couple of teams there that have played well all year and, uh We'll see if they can. If one of those teams can get back to the dome. It's been a while. DeSmit hasn't been there in 20 years when they beat Avon wow. in the dome. Wow, so it's been wow, a long wow. time. That that is hard to believe. And then you know the Pirates first year without Tom Culver, mm-hmm. the legendary coach there, yep. and they're knocking on the doorstep of playing for a state championship. So uh, two uh, two interesting games there. 
Uh, also this weekend, uh, Northern State will have its final home game on Saturday afternoon. The Wolves hosting Augustana. That's set for a 2 o'clock kickoff at Dakota Bank Stadium. And then the Wolves will wrap up their, regular, their, their season uh, the following week with a long trip to Houghton, Michigan to play Michigan Tech. Uh, also some volleyball this weekend as well. And, uh, and you know, as far as, 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 as early as next week, Monday, we got Northern State women's basketball. So we are just going right, right from the fall right into the winter, it seems like. So it's, uh, it's going to be a really fun next two, three weeks with the state football championships followed by the state volleyball tournament. Just a lot of stuff going on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's going to be a lot going on there. I believe Northern Northern plays uh, USD, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes so they do. It'll be, be kind of yes, interesting do. to see that uh, as well. Uh, an- another note, I guess, uh, all nations championships. Yes, yes. And Vermillion Tios Bazina yep. playing in that, so a local school up yep. here. So yep. congratulations to them. We'll see if they can get the win over Lower Brule. For sure, yes. Well, uh, that'll pretty much wrap things up for this week's show. Again, just a lot of stuff going on. Hopefully, the weather will cooperate a little bit. I know it's uh, it's really kind of bottomed out here. Uh, I see where the North Dakota ran their cross-country championships last uh, Saturday. Oh, and uh, I'm glad we didn't have to do that in South Dakota. But uh, they, <laughs> I saw pictures of kids running in tank tops and shorts out there running around. And I'm thinking... Man, that's uh, that's you got to you got to be pretty tough minded to be able to do that. Oh boy, I, yeah, I'm I'm glad we didn't have to deal with that down in Sioux Falls <laughs> here a couple weekends ago because that would not have been fun. If it had been this past weekend, oh, ooh, yeah, that'd yeah. been tough. Well, and you know we're not that far removed. They ran in a blizzard out in Rapid City about three years mm-hmm. ago. So I that's mean, right. that's uh, these kids. You know, I, I've always commented about how resilient uh, our athletes are here in the Upper Midwest, and uh, you know they start start out their fall sports in like 95 degree heat and you know you can barely you know it's choking up dust coughing up dust and you end in in basically frozen weather frozen conditions and but uh you know that's all part of it and it really makes those kids tough and uh, i think it really uh you know, it helps them in later in life knowing, hey, I can I can handle this. I can handle harsh conditions and adversity and stuff like that. And let's see how far I can push myself. Well, just a reminder that uh, each week on SD Sports Scene, we run dozens, and I do mean dozens, of quality action sports photos by John Davis. Each one of those images is for sale, easy to use order form. So uh, check those out. Last I knew, uh, he has posted more than 17,000 photos since uh, we began, if you can believe that. Yes. I have not counted them it, it has a counter on it i'm not going to go through and uh, take me about from now until spring before i get that all counted uh, as well as uh, dozens of box scores we've got columns we've got uh, uh, game stories we've got feature stories so all kinds of things uh, going on make sure that you check out your source for sports at sdsportscene.com jacob any other thoughts on the day I think it should be a fun week, fun week of volleyball regions, and uh, football semifinals should be good, and I don't think there's any snow in the forecast, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> it's so. actually supposed to warm up a little bit. It's, I think it'll still be good football weather, so uh, really looking forward to some of these uh, contests here with the volleyball and the football. Well, that'll wrap things up for this week's show. Once again, thanks for allowing us to be a part of your day, and uh, once again, make sure you check out sdsportscene.com. Have a great week, everybody. Please check us out at sdsportscene.com for all of the latest stories, stats, photos, and schedules.